Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Blue Surge Podcast. It is May 30th. It is a Tuesday when we are recording, so when this comes to you, it'll be the beginning of June. So happy June. We hope you've had a wonderful week uh, as it's winding down, getting ready to do whatever you're doing this weekend. Again, I don't think there's any... Oh, duh, we have Milwaukee this weekend. So maybe you're getting ready for Milwaukee. Maybe you're prepping for NAIC, or maybe you're like me and Joe, and we are just playing a bunch of random stuff waiting for Paldea Evolved. Because that's pretty much what we're doing, right? Yes, we are. Or at least that's what I'm doing. Yeah, for real. I mean, I'm ready to get back on the TCG L ladder, but until we have all those new cars, I'm just not ready to get in there. But... Overall, again, hopefully you've had a great week. We have a great show planned for you. We have a couple international events that I know Joe's going to take some time to cover. Uh, we have another slew of cards from Pokemon 151 that we're going to talk about. We're going to be ending our reveal of that set soon. You know, we've had a lot of the cards already revealed. And then we will be on our way. So first and foremost, Joe, 1 to 10 tired scale. How are you feeling today? Five. That's a good number to be at. I think. Five Five is a good number. Uh, it was a busy weekend. I got sunburned. And I'm just spending most of the day trying to recuperate. Dude, it's just so hot outside by us. Oh, gosh. I was going to go pick up my nephews from school today. I got my car. It's at 80, like 2 degrees. And it's like, cool. And I'm like... I almost at my sister's house to get the van. And I looked at my thingy, my uh, temperature gauge, and it said 91 or 92. And I was like, oh. Bro, wait. it's like legit 90 out. It's it too was, hot, bro. It was miserable in my car. So, But weirdly enough, uh, my sister and her husband miscommunicated, and uh, he went to go pick up the kids. And I'm, I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to go back to my house and cool off. And not be out in the scorching heat. Yes. Yeah, dude. I mean, I wanted it to not be cold, but I didn't. I didn't want it to be this hot. But I guess beggars can't be choosers. But it is very hot outside. Sometimes they can. Yeah, I guess. I guess you can. At the end of the day, you can. You definitely can. Might not result in anything you want, but you absolutely can. Yeah, 5 out of 10 is not bad. Not bad at all. I guess at that point, I mean, I, I'm doing all right, too. It's, I mean, we had the day off Monday, right? So today feels like a Monday. So I'm not, I'm kind of dragging. The room I work in doesn't really get good AC. It has Ooh. heat. So during the winter, it, it's not like it's a huge problem. But the room I'm in does not get a lot of air conditioning. So it was pretty warm today. And when you're warm, you get sleepy. So I was a little sleepy today. So I might be higher than you on the tired scale today. Ooh. I might be like a... I might... Ah, I, I will get my second wind. It will happen. But uh, I would not be shocked if I'm like a six or a seven. That's pretty high up. for you. I know. I know. Now again, just got home from work, so like... Maybe things will change. Yeah, you know, give me give me an hour of food, doing my own thing, relaxing. 
later on we'll probably play some games tonight so i'll be around i'll probably be better for that but yeah it's uh definitely a little sleepy right now but regardless happy to record joe let's start with these international events i know there were some spes and there were also pre-releases on the side so if you had a good pre-release good for you again we were neither of us were able to attend otherwise i absolutely would have Joe, what international events did you want to talk about today? Because I know there were a few that you were discussing before we hit the recording button. Um, so there were three that happened over the weekend. One was a special event in Lima, which I'll just quickly go through that. Uh, another one was an event in Thailand that had about 577 players which I'll quickly go through that. And then a little more in depth, we'll talk about the Taiwan Championship because I was 2,600 players at that event. And I think it's worth noting to figure out what the sample size looks like for Paldea Evolve coming out soon. Absolutely, lead the way. So Lima, Lima, we'll just go through quickly, just announce what's going on there. Not much discussion, except for maybe one deck, because I'm kind of a little curious. So in eighth place, you have Arceus, Duraludon, Umbreon, no surprises. Lugia, Archeops, no surprises. At sixth place, you had Intelligent Urshifu, which is quite interesting, because I don't think I've seen that top eight ever in my life in a long time. Which Never. Is, which is basically what you expect. Uh, three three Italian Vmax, two two Urshifu Vmax, uh, Reverberate Octillery, Drapion, Metacham, Luminion, Radiant Alkazam. Uh, so that's basically the sample size of that one. Next in the fifth place, you have Mew Genesect. In fourth place, you have Mew Fusion. In third. Arceus Giratina, second place was Lugia Archeops, and then in first place was the Mew Fusion. So the Mew Fusion is making a comeback, it, it seems like that. Uh, moving on to the next one in Thailand of 577 players. <clears throat> Top eight will go as Gardevoir EX, Arceus V-Star Giratina, Lost Zone 2 box with Radiant Greninja, at fifth place, you have Lost Zone to a box with Radiant Charizard. On fourth place, you have Lugia V Star Archeops with Sylveon V and Snorlax list, which I'm assuming is going to because they're they're up the triple beat, right. so they're probably playing the therapy energy in the Snorlax where it doesn't fall asleep. Uh huh. Um, uh, Lugia V Star Archeops with Snorlax and uh, Weird Deer V. Uh, RSCS V-Star, Duraludon, VMAX, Alolan Vulpix V-Star in second place, which I believe is going to be uh, Shabansky's list. And then in first place, you have RSCS V-Star, Duraludon, VMAX, Umbrian. So a um, lot of very North American type of lists with some Japanese sprinkled in there. Yeah. Uh, but I think the most intriguing, the, the best sample size to really talk about is uh, the 2023 Taiwan Championships that had 2,600 players, which I think is a very hefty sample size. They had two days of play. It was uh, best of ones until top eight, I believe, where they went to best of three after that. Let's see... Nine 25-minute best-of-ones, 
Uh, players at 2-7 score moving on to day two. Four 50-minute best of three match rounds in day two. Follow best of three top eights. I apologize. Uh, players were allowed to switch decks after day one. So if you made day two, you can play a completely different deck if you wanted to. Which is huge. That's a huge yeah. change. Which is kind of like Worlds almost, or at least how Worlds have been. Uh, winner of the championship will win a day two invite to 2023 TCG Championship along with a paid trip to the event. So there's a lot running on this event in uh, Taiwan. Um, so the list is, goes as follows for top eight. Uh, you have a Loth Zone box, with there's no notes currently at this point in time. Uh, in seventh place, you have a Gardevoir EX deck. So uh, I think what we'll do is kind of announce our top uh, eight here, and then kind of talk about the subtle differences with a lot of the Guardi decks and some of the uh, other decks that we found here. In sixth place, you have Loth Zone Toolbox. Fifth place, you have Origin Form Palkia V-Star and Chimpao EX. Again, at fourth place, you have the same deck, Origin Form Palkia V-Star and Chimpao EX. And third place, you have Gardevoir EX. Second place, you have uh, Gardevoir EX with Mewtwo V-Union. And then topping off everything was Gardevoir EX. So I will share my screen for Mike so you can take a look at what I'm looking at. <clears throat> So this is the championship list that we're looking at, Mike, here. Uh, pretty simple. You have uh, the three of the teleport um, Raltzes. You have one of the uh, memory skips uh, Raltz. You only have three Corellia. Uh A 2-2 two -two split of the Gardevoirs. Uh, you have two Cresselias, one Mew, and one, um, Mew, uh, what's it called? Zacian V. Uh, along with Banafi, Greninja, and the interesting here thing that a lot of decks were playing is the Luxray, where the one, if you're behind on prizes, you can smack it down on the bench. And all because of the everybody was playing these Luxrays, they're also playing that um, that uh, reversal energy, I think it was called. Yeah, like the triple energy, yeah. Yeah, the triple and reversal energy. Um, and then you have your normal counts of four VIP passes, um, uh, level balls, nest balls, ultra balls, pal pads, rods, fog crystals, um, collapse stadiums that's running, rare candies, uh, four of Iono, one um, worker, two research, two boss. So pretty kind of straightforward list, but uh, the most common things that are happening a lot of times now are people are going almost a full count of the reversal energies. So like the second place list, the Mewtwo V Union. Um, this person uh, did a little more variety as well. They had a different Gallade, uh, the fighting type one with it, but also played four reversals. So, um, and zero Gardevoir EXs. That is interesting. So they're literally straight going for... Uh, Baby Gardevoir's ability to for acceleration, but also have relying being behind on prizes. That's true. I, I mean, that's that is interesting. I I, I think the Luxray, obviously anticipating that water coming back with Chain Pow. Um, I, I mean, we knew Iono was going to be there, but the big additions are 
the one of Luxray, which we'll see if it transfers into NA, along with the kind of that like reversal energy that you're talking about. Um, again, uh, let's see later down the list. It's pretty straightforward. It looks like a North American type of uh, Gardevoir list. Nothing much changes here, which is adding in one of the reversal energies. Right. Super consistent. Um, another one, uh, just simple North American type of list. Uh, some Penny, some Avery's going on. Um, something like that. So th these two list mics that I'm showing you here, this person played on day two. This one person played on day one, where they played day one and getting to, I think, top eight or nine. Played Lugia on day one. Mm. Um Playing a couple uh, Echoing Horns, some Pumpkaboos, using the, the single strike engine and everything like that. Um, quite right. surprised not to see the uh, Luxray at all, but uh, that's the choice that they made. Um, and then picking up a little bit from Zapdos TCG's YouTube, um, he did share uh, one of the Champao lists. Uh, I found, let's see here, they have a 2-2 Palkia, Palkia, uh, origin form Palkia. They only have two Champao EXs, which I thought was interesting. A 3-2 um, line of Frigabax and Baxcalibur. Uh, Badoof Babarel, 2-2 line. Interesting note of Articuno, who that paralyzes for two water energy and does 70 damage. Uh, of course, Luminion and Greninja. I don't see why you would not never play those. Uh, a simple, consistent four line of uh, Iono and Irida because you don't have to worry about uh, Ionoing yourself to a low hand because of a, a barrel. Um, from the videos I was watching, I did see a lot of people playing Chimpao with the Badoof engine, more so to protect yourself from being uh, Iono to nothing. Uh, four Bell B VIP pass, four Superior Energy Retrieval, uh, four Ultra Ball, two Escape Rope, two Nests, two Rare Candy, one Lost Vacuum, one Skater Park, Lost City, two, and ten Water Energy. So it looks like some people in Japan are kind of favoring the Lost City over the Skater's Park, um, which I would probably believe it's more in fear of what I always feared of Sableye. Get that out of here. Yes, but never comes back. Um, but I I really wanted to kind of talk about a little bit of how those decks perform, what they looked like, um, things like that. So I really thought it was worth mentioning, at least talking about some of the Guard of War and uh, the most probably anticipated deck coming out of Paldea Evolved is the Chimpao EX deck. Yeah, absolutely. I mean that it it, it kind of gives us a glimpse of what we could be looking at. Although we know that you know the international meta does not always translate. Luxray, I'm curious about. We know Chi and Pao is going to be huge with Palkia. I I think this is just a good, like you said when you're mentioning it, it's just a good sneak peek into what we might be looking at. Yeah, I, I really do think the Luxray obviously there is there for Lugia, but I really also believe it's a, a good counter against your Origin Form Palka. That's the only one of the very few things left in this deck for Chempo that's 
weak to electric. You have that, Lumenion, and you have Radiant Greninja that are weak to electric. Everything else is a different weakness type. Right. That's why I think it's for Lukia and Palkia. I think that's that's relevant enough. Uh, I think it makes sense. So I think that's like I said, not not a ton we can take away, but it gives us a really good sneak peek of what we could see. So the things that you're opening up, keep those things in mind, hold on to them, just don't dump them. Absolutely. Sweet. Yeah, I agree. Thanks for sharing that. Especially in a slow tournament week. I think this information is awesome. Is there anything you'd like to add before we uh bounce topics? No, I think everything is pretty much straightforward. Um, hopefully that these cards are not spiked too hard in prices. Um, some of the things we I did see on stream, which I don't have any knowledge into of what the deck list looked like. Um, what's the name? What's the name of that new one on Gen Nine that paints trees with its finger? Oh, um, uh, uh, why am why am I thinking of it now? It's the graffiti graffiti. Yeah, there was a, someone played a Grafai deck. That's cool. With that that sounds shit. more Japan meta right there. Yeah, like when I was watching that one, I think they at the time was like round five and they were four zero. Yeah, that that makes a little more sense. I I'm I'm excited to see how it develops. I think it's just like you were saying when you were sharing it. It's really good information, and I think from there we just have to see if there's an actual impact. Sweet. Yeah. And one of the things like to I think uh, Tin Lu, I did see a Tin Lu deck over there. One thing I didn't really think about was pairing it probably with um, uh, Aerodactyl V Star. Oh yeah, that's not bad. Cutting off the V abilities. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Yeah, I'm excited to see how it goes. I mean, we still have a few weeks until NAIC, and we know Milwaukee will be more of the same of what we've already seen, but. Like we were talking about, this is just good information. Information is always powerful. Anything else? No, we're good. Sweet. Well, we will jump from there into a handful of cards that we got revealed to us. As we know, in the past, the Pokemon 151 cards revealed to us uh, on the more average side. We've seen some fun cards to talk about. And it might be similar today, but I would not be shocked if it doesn't take us super long to drive through these. So we will start first with, we'll go most recent and then kind of bounce our way back. We have the coughing and wheezing lines. Coughing is just a coughing. It doesn't have ascension. Rest in peace. Uh, wheezing, 110 HP dark type with the ability explode together. If this Pokemon is in the active spot and is knocked out by damage from an opponent's attack, flip a coin of heads, the attacking Pokemon is also knocked out. For two colorless, spitting gas, and it does 10 damage to each of your opponent's bench Pokemon. So 50 to the active and 10 to all of their benched. Is this just a cheeky card? Is that kind of all we're looking at here? Uh, Probably. <clears throat> Like I could see it at some point playing someone playing it with the Chin Lu stall thing. But I yeah, it's just a cheeky card for the most part. I mean it's a coin flip, right? So it just makes it so much worse. Yeah. Yeah, we've we've had cards like that in the past. It's more of like taking damage instead of knocking out. I don't know. There's not really a lot of support for that gimmick right now either. Next up we have Gloom. 
Uh, Gloom is a card we have been interested in looking at, mainly because, you know, we had Vileplume previously, which when it evolved, had the ability to look at your top eight cards of your deck, attach any number of basic energy to your Pokemon in anywhere you like. And we were wondering what Gloom's text was because the amount of words were similar. We do now know that it is a very similar ability, but it is only the top three cards. So let's revisit that conversation. Vileplume is a really cool evolution line with some of these grass types that we see moving their way into our format in the future. If Gloom looks at top three and Vileplume looks at top eight, is it enough over... I don't know, maybe like the Fortress deck or something like that. Like replacing Fortress with this line. Is that practical? I don't know. I don't think it is. It's like... Because then you turn... Then you turn... I believe that if you do this, you turn that whole deck into a slow pace deck. Well, no, it's... I, I I would probably maybe even consider doing this instead of Magnazone for Dialga. Well, see, because here's the problem. Wildplume is a one-time thing, so Magnazone still is probably the best in Dialga. But this whole, like, the slug combo, and our buddy Nick brought this up a few weeks ago when we were talking about Vileplume. He brought up the point of Knocking out Fortress to take prizes is you're trading two for two, basically. You know, you're you're taking two prizes to take two prizes, assumably. And in this situation, you might not have to worry about that. So I, I guess what do you do with your early game? Uh I, I think your early game is similar to the early game of these stage two decks that we see out there. You know, you're going to still hit for a big number relatively soon. I mean, you can still rare. Can't, like, there, there's things you can do. I just don't think you're going to be as aggressive. But again, to Nick's point, if you're taking two prizes to then take two prizes, it doesn't necessarily put you in a winning spot as compared to waiting a couple turns with the format we have. Unless you make the argument that even though you've traded two for two that turn, you've gotten ahead so quickly that in the next couple turns, you are much further ahead than your opponent may become. It could be all based on board state, really. Yeah, so the argument is, are you more comfortable with the mid-game, or are you trying to be aggro? And I think it's going to be a, a, a conversation of taste. I wish Gloom was top five instead of top eight. Uh, that being said, though, I do. I am on the. I am on the side of the fence that gloom can be good. It's just going to be a matter of which one is more efficient, with like a list of sixty. And I'm really curious to see what the general public thinks because I think both fortress and vileplume could be approaches you take. Uh, one a lot more aggressive than the other. I'm just. I'm just curious to see which one people tend to lean towards. One thing I do know for a fact that I'm glad that Forest of Giant Plants is not available. A big fact. That that was a mistake of a card to be printed. Anyway. Shout out to Vileplume. I like Vileplume and Gloom. Probably Imagine, one of the better cards we've seen. 
Imagine looking at what eleven cards. Yeah, I'm good. Man. Attach energy uh, of Just one vile plume line. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. We're gonna move on. Vile plume gloom though, pretty decent. We have a uh, Spiro and Firo. Not really a whole lot going on here. Um, the only notable stuff is Spiro can evolve on the first turn if you're going second. Firo for one colorless allows you to search your deck for up to three cards. And you can also hit for 50 flat with a colorless. It's got zero retreat. I think this is a really good opportunity to give us a card with that dual wings or whatever that Murkrow attack is. Wings of Union, whatever they called it. But now this is just a random Firo, which pretty much lines up with every Firo that's ever existed. Anything on Firo? Yeah, you'd think at least Spear would have it from the anime. I think it'd be cool. I think Almost it's. I think this is a lost opportunity. It's a lost opportunity. I think. It's. We've already talked too long about this card. Next up, we have the Rhyhorn and Rhydon evolution line. Rhyhorn is a Rhyhorn. Rhydon, funny enough, only has twenty more HP than Rhydon. Or sorry, Rhydon, the stage one, has only twenty more HP than Rhyhorn, which is odd. Uh, for one fighting in a colorless, rack down for 30, and two fighting in a colorless, charismatic drill, 40. If you've played Giovanni's Charisma from your hand, this does 140 more. Weak to grass and a retreat of four. Big number, I'm not necessarily convinced. Uh, Giovanni's Charisma, as you can choose an energy attached to your opponent's active and return it to their hand. And if you do that, you can attach an energy card from your hand to your active. It's a weird card. I don't know. This just screams like pre-release deck to me. Yeah. Nothing really past that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm not impressed. We've talked about Meowth. Persian has been revealed as well. It is a stage one with 110 HP. Similar to Rhyhorn or Rhydon. Keep getting that mixed up. Persian also has some sort of mechanic along with Giovanni's Charisma. You may search for it from your deck once during your turn with Persian's ability. For three colorless, slash for 70, a retreat of one. Really doesn't make me feel any better about those cards. Does it for you? Pre-release. Yeah, I liked it for that. Now we move on to Gyarados. Gyarados and Magikarp. Gyarados is 190 HP stage 1 water type with the ability Ruffian. When you play this Pokemon from your hand to evolve one of your Pokemon, you must discard the top 5 cards of your deck. For 1 water and 3 colorless Hyper Beam for 200, discard an energy from your opponent's active Pokemon. It's weak to lightning and retreat a 4. My whole thing is I really don't see why... The mill five is much worse off than the four energy for 200. Because I don't really see what you're accomplishing with the 200. And you have to mill five to get there. So I don't really like this Gyarados at all. Yeah. With Backscalibur on neutral on it. Yeah, I just there's better options. So it's like, a, I'm not I'm not huge on it. Next, we have Butterfree. Butterfree is 130 HP, stage 2. For one grass, Whirlwind 60, and you can switch, or your opponent will switch their active. 
For two colorless bye-bye flight, choose one of your opponent's bench Pokemon. They shuffle that Pokemon and all cards attached to it into their deck. Then shuffle this Pokemon and all cards attached into your deck. Uh, really cheeky GLC card? Meh. I think there's better Butterfreeze. There probably is, so yeah. I don't back, know back what they are, the but they board. exist. Yeah, they, they probably do. Then we have a Vulpix, which is a Vulpix, and we have a Lapras, which uh, doesn't have Hydro Pump, so... It's a Lapras. It is a Lapras. We have a Farfetch'd, which keeps up with the conversation of it is a Farfetch'd. Uh, again, it'd be cool for more of these flying types. I know it's a different set, but it still would be cool for us to get some more of these like bird attacks, but instead it's just a Farfetch'd. We then move on to the Gengar line. Ghastly is a Ghastly. Haunter, 80 HP, Stage 1, has the ability Lost Soul Return. Once during your turn when you play this card from your hand to evolve a Pokemon, you may choose a supporter card from your opponent's discard pile and put it into their hand. You might think, wow, that's a stupid ability. Well, it goes in tandem with Gengar. Gengar, 130 HP, Stage 2, for one, Psychic has the classic attack of Poltergeist. Look at your opponent's hand. In the past, it's always been pretty similar here. 50 for each trainer card you find there. For one, Psychic and a colorless horror attack. 110 and put three damage counters on your opponent's bench Pokemon in any way you like. No, Decent that's, card. That's still a stupid ability. It at least relates to Gengar. Yeah, but you evolve Ghastly into Haunter, which you trip the ability. Then you get the weighted turn, which they're probably going to end up using that supporter to begin with. Yeah, I mean, it'd be cool if you could just like have Haunter. I also think it'd be cool if Haunter could use that ability multiple times and just have another Gengar next to you, you know what I mean? But, uh... It's just... It's a Gengar. <laughs> like, we look at GLC... Man, there are better cards out there, but that's Gengar. And then we finally end. Oh, what a card to end on. Well, we have one more, I guess. Parasect. 120 HP, stage one. For a grass energy scatter fungus, flip two coins for each heads, search your deck for a grass Pokemon, and put it onto your bench. Doesn't classify as basic, so that's cheeky. And then we have Rigid Band. It is a tool that states stage one Pokemon take 30 less damage from attacks of your opponents. Still doesn't stop Sableye. Nope. So that's, that's, I mean, that's kind of where we're at. A lot of these cards that are getting revealed are not that great. Um, we also did get Obsidian Flames officially revealed. This is the set that has that dark type Charizard in it. So we have started to get box art from that set. Uh, not much past it. We know we are getting card arts. Um, we know that we are going to get a lightning-type Tyranitar, which is going to be pretty cool. Um, we are going to get a Dragon Terra Dragonite, which, I mean, it is a Dragon-type, so that makes sense, but it's going to be a Terra-type EX. So we have some things to look forward to, but other than that, it's it's it feels like we got a lot, but in terms of substance, not a ton of incredible cards. Honestly, we got way more information today out of the the international events than we did from the cards that were revealed. Um, but that's what we got to do. We got to go through everything. Joe, that brings us to the end. We went over a lot of international stuff. 
We went over some cards that got revealed. We briefly mentioned that Obsidian Flames has been officially revealed, which is something we knew. It's going to come out in August. Is there anything you want to add or anything you think we missed before we jump out of here? No, I think we covered it all. Sweet. Well, if you're going to Milwaukee, best of luck. If you're watching Milwaukee, have fun. Thank you so much for listening to our episode this week. We appreciate the support you always give us. And with that being said, go enjoy the warm weather if it's warm by you. Go enjoy family with friends, and we will see you next time.